Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Rodeo Time with Dale Brisby. Uh, this is podcast 29, 30, something like that, and it's Africa hot outside, okay? So we've got the window unit running. Sorry for the background noise, but... Um, in the building, inside the building. Yeah, we're in a building, inside a building. Um, the uh, podcast room, rodeo room. Y'all like it? I like it. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. We've got Brett Custer, Tristan Mize here joining the team, joining the uh, the podcast. Um, just conversation about rodeo, life, liberty, and the pursuit of a gold buckle. So today we got on a few bulls, 511, New Mexico bad boy, bucked a horse. How'd the, uh, th- they came from your dad. How'd they feel? Uh, 511 felt pretty good, but the other one, New Mexico bad boy didn't really feel so hot. Yeah. <laughs> He's a little fat right now. He's a little fat, a little out of shape, but... We bucked him twice. What do you feel like with you, Tristan? He felt, I mean, he felt good. Good to warm up bull. Yeah, his, his first trip he, was a little s- yeah, smoother. It looked a little smoother. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, obviously we haven't been rodeoing too hard right now, but um, you guys have finished in the top 20? Both of you? I haven't, yeah. I was in the top 20 in Cheyenne my rookie year when you broke when your jaw. Broke jaw and then and the second year when you broke your 35th. jaw yeah the second year i ended i wasn't even in the top 50. and you broke your jaw again at cheyenne mm-hmm. yeah i was there for both of those yeah yeah that place but, i don't really get along with that place very much <laughs> third year you will yeah. yeah did your dad ever do good in cheyenne yeah he won it in 94 or 5. is that one of the buckles he wears no, he doesn't wear the Cheyenne buckle. Um, <clears throat> my brother actually, so it would have been later than it'd have been ninety five or six because my little brother or my older brother wanted always wanted the little square buckle is what he called it for yeah. Cheyenne. And when my dad won it, he rode the victory lap horse with my dad, and then the victory lap horse started bucking. <laughs> oh dang! Yeah, As was, most of the time they do. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, no, he won Cheyenne that year, and I think that's about all. The only time he did good at it. What? Uh... Pendleton, that's the one he wears. Yep, he wears the Pendleton one and Salinas are his yeah. two favorites. That's right. Gotcha. So uh, he's been helping you out a lot. He is like a big advocate of guys getting on the right stock at the right time in their career, isn't he? Yeah, he is. He uh, <clears throat> he held me back a long time when I was younger. I watched Trey Kimsey a year younger than me getting on bulls that ended up going to the PRCAs when he was 15 years old. My dad just sat there and wouldn't let me get on him. And I kind of felt like a little sissy because he wouldn't let me. But in the long run, it worked out. I mean, I mean, it worked out for Trey too, but for my dad's process, it worked out good for me. And I feel like Trey probably would have avoided some injuries he had yeah. when he's younger. But I mean, now to the day, it doesn't affect him. So it's just, that's just one example, I guess. Yeah. And there's a lot of guys that I don't know. They could handle that at that age, mm-hmm. and I mean, like I can picture a young JB Sage. You know, Sage did the same thing over at Clay's house for that trade. Just did. getting on big, bad getting rascals. On, well, not even, not really. I mean, some were, but most of them were three, four-year-old calves that were he, he was kind of the test dummy on. Right. And some of them were really, really rank, and some of them were not good at all. Like, yeah. So it's just the position my dad didn't want to put me in that young, I guess. You should never know what could happen injury-wise. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, it's been fun. Like, I, you know, 
your dad like really jumps in. Of course, when you graduated like from junior high, but mm -hmm. at them junior high rodeos, he was always there and getting involved and making he, sure guys. Yeah, my seventh and eighth grade year, he was in, he was kind of in charge of putting the bulls together for state finals for the Texas state finals, mm -hmm. and then now he has the con. Or, they're not having it this year, but he has the contract for the junior high national finals too. Also, nice. He's had it for the last three years, I think. That's right. That's where I saw him. What about you? What'd your dad put you on? Man, I I got on pretty much anything and everything when I was little. I wish I would have held back just a just a little bit when I was 13, 14. I mean, I started going to CPRA rodeos when I was first one I went to. I was 13. Dang. And. Um, my dad walked up and paid my fees for me because they didn't like. I figured they'd turn me out if they saw how young I was. So it was in Mahia, Texas, and um, I went to like two more that year, and I won, I won one in Madisonville, and they found out my age, and then they told me I'd have to wait till I was 16 or so to come yeah. back, and so I, I would enter the instead of the ones that like the local numbers instead of the office numbers, so they'd let me in because if I called the office, they'd turn me out. So I'd always enter the local numbers. And go to those ones when I was young. Dang! So, what a what a yeah. hack! Cheat yeah. the system. What yeah. a hack! Yeah, because but I wish I would. I definitely wish I would. If I was like, if I would know now what I knew then, like I wish I knew then what I know now. Yeah, is what I'm saying. But that would, because I would definitely waited to get on bigger bulls until you I were was just... more mature and like just. Because I mean, I was like fearless back then. I'd get on bushwhacker if they rolled him in. And but... most of the time, depending on, I mean, you could you could back it up. A lot more than guys your age. Sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes. So what he's talking about is, for our listeners, um, you know, PRCA, we've got ProCom. It's a 1-800 number. And um, you call and uh, you, enter, you enter every rodeo the same, same phone number. And then a lot of amateur rodeos, some of them will use 1-800-54-RODEO. And if you go to enter an amateur rodeo, there's there's like certain rodeos that'll use that entry system, yeah, similar to ProCom. Usually the smaller ones. And then the smaller ones, it'll be like the secretary's cell phone number. Mm -hmm. So you'll call and talk to Janet while she's at home <laughs> in the inner office, and uh, that's when you could sneak by them. Yeah. Man, that's funny. Yeah. Everybody, it's like you had to start off getting on calves. I guess you didn't have to. Donnie didn't start off getting on calves, did you? No, but I wasn't getting on the rank stock either. I got on John John. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was my first bull. You got on New Mexico bad boy. Yeah, I got on that bull a few Quite times. Quite a few times. Yeah, actually, the best rides I ever had were probably on that bull. Yeah, I mean, I I just thought he was rider friendly, and yeah. just, he just set me up to, to. There wasn't nothing I did special. I promise you. He's <laughs> probably a whole lot easier to ride than John John too, because there's not like yeah, it kicks John out John or anything. Was just sort of running off, and like, he was just. John John was hard to ride, but no, your dad came out there and gave them some tips and pointers. You got so, any tips? You got any tips? <laughs> <laughs> what, uh, uh, so how old are you now, Brett? 22. 22, and you're? 23. 23. So, um, when did you go, like, Brett, we'll start with you. When did you kind of take off for your summer run? What, how old were you? Was that three years ago? Yeah, three years ago, right after I graduated high school, I, or right after I finished basketball season my senior year, I started pro rodeo. My first pro rodeo was in Lubbock, and that's usually in April. Yep. So that was my first pro rodeo ever, and then that year I hit the trail as hard as I could on my permit, 
and then my rookie year I rodeoed with Boudreaux Campbell and we were both kicking ass until Cheyenne and then but other than that that's about three years ago yeah 2017 yeah was the year I really started rodeoing hard so you broke your jaw did you start wearing a helmet after that I did for the first couple back I got on and then I I got to Ellensburg Washington and I hadn't stayed on a bull yet out of the four rodeos I went to and I was really angry so it was a long walk to the truck so I left my helmet in the truck and just walked up there and was gonna get on whatever I I was I felt like it was the helmet's fault and it really wasn't yeah <laughs> but I don't know I just prefer riding in my hat better I just yeah. I feel more I don't know I could ride in a helmet if I really wanted to if I have to but it's just my preferences to how old is it the guys got to now what year what is it oh for the PBR yeah uh, you had to be born in like October of 94, before October of 94. Or after that. You had to be born before then. To not wear to one. To not wear yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. So be from now allowed on, to not yeah, wear one. Now so, from now so on, they got to wear From now on, you have to wear a helmet. So yeah. What? Soon enough, there will be nothing but helmets at the PBRs and stuff. Right. Which, yeah. I mean, I'm all for that, but at the same time, I feel like it should kind of be a guy's preference. Yeah, but personal I could choice. See, I could see the safety matter. Yeah. I mean, everything's always evolving, so. I definitely understand why there's an argument. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. No, there's, there's, there's an argument for a reason. I'm with you, you know. Like, I think it should be a limit of bulls. It definitely, a guy's first fifty bulls, he mm-hmm. needs to wear one. Mm-hmm. But it's kind of it's similar to a bronc rider not wearing a vest. And yeah. for me, it's just like, you know, Sterling Crawley. Who else? I don't Colt think Court Shear. Uh, Colt Gordon. Does Colt not? Yeah. Wade. Um, uh, yeah, Wade Sundell doesn't. And there's just, I, occasionally, I don't know, I, I wouldn't wear a helmet in the practice pen or I wouldn't wear a vest sometimes on Bronx, like either one. It just like, I, I would just do that occasionally though mm-hmm. because it would kind of just remind me, wake me up a little and just be like, hey, this is a cowboy sport and you got to be a cowboy every now and then. Yeah, I feel like without the helmet, I have more of a, when I'm riding my hat, I feel like I have, I'm more intense because I know I don't have something. You don't have that checking. insurance have, policy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, so you know, I miss the front end riding in my hat. It's uh oh. But in my helmet, you can get whooped down on one, get hit in the face, and sit back up and keep riding. Yeah. Or something like that, which I just feel like it makes me more aggressive to not put myself in those kind of positions. I guess. Yeah. Definitely a personal preference thing, because anybody. I mean, like, because some people it doesn't bother. Sage. Yeah, he doesn't care. He'd rather ride in a helmet than a hat. Yeah, Tristan. He, he, I don't think Sage would even get on a practice bull in a hat. Yeah. Trey can Trey won't Trey won't get on one in a hat, ever. Yeah. It's, but. And I got you know and that, like I said that's why there's an argument just because like, and Sage is probably thinking like just down the down the line down the line you know because he wants to win over Sage eight world titles. Sage doesn't really get on anywhere other than rodeos also. So. Well, when you go to that many. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Of course. He's probably getting on some practice bulls now. His first no? one back was at the PBR in Vegas. That's right. He, he did do he that. Got on, he got on the first one back after his little ankle surgery was at the American. Yeah. And then he got on two there, and then I think he went one other place. Or he went to Houston and got on three at, two at Houston or three. Yeah. I don't remember if his set got cut off or not. Because I then, remember at the NFR we were talking – 
uh, we were in a sponsor deal together, and he was talking about like in November he didn't get on like hardly any bulls. Yeah. Like I, like two practice bulls, and then he he said he did a bunch of stretching. Some guys that they prefer that, and then like Trey on the other hand, I was me and him were over at Clay's every couple of days bucking bulls, and he'd get on twice a week, you know, and so it was pretty cool to watch him be able to do that, but. But Trey's also been the guy that's always wanted to have, like, he's he's wanted to get on bulls and stuff. And, like, I'm the same way. I like to get on practice bulls. I mean, if I'm not doing anything sitting around, why not go get on some practice bulls? Yeah, I mean, obviously we're doing it today. Yeah, what, it's fun do you though. get on a lot of practice stock, Tristan? Um, when I feel, like I, when I, feel like I need to, I do. But, like, when I'm rodeoing a lot, then, I mean, I try not to when I'm rodeoing a lot just so I can stay healthy. But yeah. when, I, when I need to, I, I definitely like to. So. Yeah. It's because y'all – you had that that one kind of he was a steer but he oh, yeah. he freaking turns back and yeah. just really good practice yeah oh what what y'all call yeah, him yeah 34 yeah that's red, perfect red, no he's a big the black steer yeah, yeah. didn't you get on him yeah i got on him once yeah, in a video boudreaux had the, yeah. then boudreaux they got a bunch of practice bulls yeah he's got some bulls he'd get Boudreaux has been, the mic, been really stepping it up he's been buying bulls from billy jones to get on at his house really <laughs> yeah he was talking to me and Coleman. He said he wants to do a cow riding. Cow riding. Wild cow riding. He said bulls aren't wild enough. Yeah, bulls aren't wild enough. Like get some like <laughs> some F1s or some you know just Go full blood bramers. Some South some Texas hounds. never seen a person before. Oh yeah. Yeah, put them all like put like add like three or four thousand. He's got some crazy ideas. Good old web and swish out there to fight him. Sit on the fence and watch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we could get um, Dawson and Brody to fight. You guys want to fight a wild cow riding? Always. Yeah. Yeah, they're going to have horns. They ain't muleys. Every bullfighter loves a muley. Probably ain't going to be tipped either. Yeah. Stick a tennis ball on there for you, maybe. There you go. So, um, you guys run into each other much on the road these last few summers? Yeah, pretty much every weekend, I'd say, probably. Yeah, pretty much every week. We see. We yeah. pretty much see everyone throughout one week. We'll see that many different variations right. of rodeos. You pretty much see everyone. But Give I mean, us everybody's probably going to the same rodeos, just different days. So you always run into each other. Give me your wildest Boudreaux story that you can tell on a podcast. <laughs> you go first. <laughs> you go first. <laughs> oh man, I don't know. I I don't I don't I don't party too much, so I'm never around when all the wild stuff's going down usually, but um that's I love a hard Boudreaux. that's a hard one. I love it's Boudreaux. It's a really hard one. I don't yeah. Boudreaux to me seems like uh in y'all circles, similar to what like Sterling Crowley was in ours, which I'm sure y'all run into Sterling a lot too. Yeah, yeah, we run into. I run into Sterling. I every time I'm around, then like Sterling will talk to us and stuff. Just he, happy go lucky. Yeah, he just he's friends with everyone. So. Friends with everyone, happy go lucky. <laughs> we were talking about that today. Yeah, we've talked. I called him to fix Donnie's saddle. Yeah. But. So, what's your plan this summer? Stay healthy and keep rodeoing. Yep. What rodeos? Is the main thing. Um, well, I haven't had very much luck getting into anything right now just because I've been off from injuries and then have my qualifications aren't good. So I got into uh, Prescott and uh, Mandan over the 4th, and then I go to uh, – what's the Arkansas rodeo next? Cross at Arkansas next week. And then other than that, I haven't really entered anything yet. But yeah. I'm gonna buy. I think I might buy my UPRA card again since it's slow right now and the UPRAs are going on. I might hit some of those up. So. Yep. 
Interrail Stamford and all that jazz? Yeah, I entered Stamford today, but they changed the bull riding to, it's a PBR in the bull riding now, and they're adding more money. And so I have to buy like a $10 day permit. Son of so a gun. I entered it today. You need a loan? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. I think I can cover that. Yeah. But no, uh, I entered it today, and we'll know if I get into it Friday or not. Gotcha. So. Stanford's a, that's a big party. I went there two years when I was amateur rodeoing, and it's fun. They got the band playing and oh, yeah. like a marching band playing. Not yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 What, uh, you going to Hubbard this weekend? Yeah, Hubbard Saturday, and then Glenrose Monday, I think. So. Does uh, Johnny Hall still have Hubbard? Uh, Cadillac? I yeah. think so. They're, I think Cadillac and Hapran had it. So. Really? Yeah, I was wondering if he was still putting on rodeos down there. Um, he put those two together. That's a nice horse pin. Yeah. Does he have good horses? Yeah, Johnny and I love hat brand horses. Johnny's got some good ones too. They're just they're 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 stock contractors that really try to cater, you know, yeah. to the riders and give them something that's gonna have a good time. Oh, make yeah. them Cadillac's are always spurring, my favorite amateur spurring contest. Yeah, yeah Cadillac. Had the, those. I had, love they going had there. Awesome set of bulls, and I always yeah, that was my favorite. Yeah. When I was going to Amy's, I, I saw you all the time at those. Too. I oh yeah. I entered every Cadillac rodeo and every Mitch Terrell rodeo. Yeah, yeah, Mr. Yeah. Cool. Donnie, you got any questions for these up-and-coming champs? No. We talked about him being top 20 in the world. You were top 20, weren't you? No. You got on a streak. Year, in 17, and then in 18, I was like 20, 21 or 22 in last year. Didn't you get up I to like 17th in the world? Um, my rookie, 2017. Yeah. Yeah. I was there for that at Kansas City. Yeah, you, I know. You and Boudreaux. They were, Kansas you know, City, they get down 15, to the wall. Oh, yeah. They were 15 were and 16, for it. and yeah. it was within about $200 of each other. I remember. So, yeah. Yeah. Now, Boudreaux is – you guys – and you guys rodeoed a lot together, like, younger when you were, like – Yeah, we grew yep. up rodeoing. Like, when we were getting on steers, that's where we'd go practice was – well, we just – one week we'd go to Boudreaux's house, and then the next week – Get on to my house and just back and forth. Man, I remember going to a, a YBR in Hearn, Texas. No, that was it. It was at the junior high finals. Were you there when? Were Gonzales. either one of y'all there in Gonzales when Boudreaux got yes, knocked out and his face turned? Died. Yeah, and he my almost dad, died. My dad. Oh. His face turned blue. Well, he, that bull stepped. That was the biggest bull I've ever seen at a junior high rodeo. He weighed like seventeen hundred pounds, but he was just a big nut. But yeah, he, yeah, yeah. He just stepped both feet in the middle of Boudreaux's chest. And he kind of rolled over, and my dad ran out there and grabbed him and said he watched his eyes roll into the back of his yeah, head. Yeah, I was, I was right there behind. kind of started seizing a little bit. And I didn't know what was going on. I was not paying attention hardly, but yeah, I, I, I do remember that happening. I didn't really know how serious it was until my dad freaked out and like, ran him out of the arena. But. Yeah, me, your dad, uh, Chris Monroe, Shorty Gorham was standing yeah, there. Was he there. had a uh, – anyway, I think London was in junior – No, that? Tanner. Tanner. Tanner, anyway. Because that was our – yeah, yeah, London would have been like nine yeah, or six. But anyway, yeah, that was wild. I'll never forget the look on his face. Yeah, and he was just a kid. He was in junior high. And back then, I got I got pictures from that year of me and Boudreaux. My, my dad and Jay made us go take the little portrait pictures they take, yep. and we took some together. <laughs> like when they do in the NBA? Like, <laughs> like, like we at the All-Star there, game? They like made, we back were standing back. there full. No, we were we were back to back. We both had our gloves on and our hand, our, we had our ropes. Yeah. We were just 
they do, mug in the camera. <laughs> they do that in the NBA all the time for some reason. Like there'll be a random picture of like LeBron and Steph Curry or something. Yeah. Like when they're at games, like there'll be like a portrait. You know. Anyway, that's what your dad. That's what they were thinking. This is gonna be Kobe and Michael. Is mm-hmm. that what they were thinking? Yeah, the frickin' Gonzalez, the junior high final, they had that, that rope swing. Did you ever go down there yep, to the river? I, I was going down there actually before I was in junior high because my sister made it. So yeah. I was going down there when I was in, like, fifth grade. That was bad Fourth, to the bone. I yeah. love that it rope swing. You know what we're talking about? Did you I go didn't, down? I didn't junior high rodeo. You didn't? No, yeah. Just high school. They had this uh, right by, almost right by the bridge when you cross over to go to, you know the arena, though, in mm-hmm. Gonzalez? Yep. Yeah. That river runs through there. Big old rope swing. Like, you could swing for days yeah. it seemed like and then jump out into the river yeah it was me get and a, a bunch of junior high kids <laughs> out there <laughs> got a little sketchy though there's a bunch of kids a couple of kids about drown out there yeah but <laughs> you got any questions for these guys man i wish i did but not all do you you guys have any advice for donnie um getting started no no <laughs> <laughs> what do y'all think about bronc riders Starting out wearing helmets. I've been trying to tell Donnie, like, the most concussions I ever had was when I started riding Bronx. I think guys starting on Bronx, I don't think it's a bad idea to wear a helmet. I, Personally. I don't really. I mean, it's still, that's personal. I had a buddy in high school that wore a helmet when he got on at high school radio, wore a helmet. And people made fun of him, but he was like, hey, I'm not going to hit, I'm not going to hurt myself, you know? Yeah. But, I mean, it's personal preference. Right. So. Would you, th- would you wear one? I don't know, man. What if what if Dell made it mandatory on the beaches? You got to be on thirty before you can wear a hat. The only reason why I wouldn't make it mandatory is because Donnie knows how to fight. Right. Like he doesn't. Like we went to Steiner's for his yeah. first bronc, and I was like, dude, you're just floating off. Once that once you start coming off, if you you got to twist to your belly. So the second bronc, he rode him longer. And then when he's flying through the air, he twists it to his belly, which turns your foot over, and it comes out of the stirrup. And sometimes you still might hit a little hard, but when if you can keep fighting, you know, same thing in the bull riding. Like when you're flying through the air, you're twisting, you hit the ground, you're rolling out of the way. And Today, going sometimes, in the <laughs> Yeah, sometimes it saves you from those back feet. If you just, I mean, a half a roll can save you from getting. Anyways, if a guy's got some fight like that, I mean, today was his 10th and 11th bronc. I'll let him, you know. I know. I was just, just It's to... unusual that I let someone get on at the beach on Saddle Bronc not having been on at least 30 head, though. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Bull riding is different. Well, I mean, that's why you made him get on bulls yeah, first. You I had mean, to make sure he had the had the stones to, to do the deed. He got on bulls for like Gross. six months before I let him get on a Bronc. Yeah, that's what he was telling me that earlier. Yeah. I did like the atmosphere like a, some guys my age come and get on at the house you know and being able to it was a it was i like the atmosphere we had today at yeah the beaches it was good felt good what's wrong with us nothing i'm not talking about you tell those i'm talking about guys tired, getting tired on. Oh, you're calling old us old no. yeah those bullfighters they didn't like it he popped the latch on donnie just did what didn't even nod nothing no, just just i mean that was my bad through the light la- <laughs> donnie just falls off who was it was it dawson or was it <laughs> Brady. Okay. Yeah, I, I yeah. definitely should have chose chose my words. Tristan better. asked if he could. Uh, he's like, "You want me to push this horse off the fence?" And Donnie was like, "Okay." And so <laughs> they opened the gate. <laughs> Brady. Brady thought Brody. Is it Brady or Brody? Brody. Okay. Brody thought he was nodding. Classic mix-up. 
I might have popped the latch too. It, yeah, it was. It I I can't blame anybody but myself on that. That's uh, your fault. Yeah, one hundred percent. I'll take the blame. You gotta oh, be you careful. No, you I'm gotta kidding. be careful about saying. It'll definitely make me think about my words in the shoot, though. Yeah. Like, you remember when you did that in um, yeah, Evergreen, Colorado? Evergreen, Colorado. You, y'all yeah. been to that rodeo? Oh, yeah. Got the mountain yeah. coming down. I don't even yeah. remember what horse Serving. that was, but she was freaking awesome. Yeah. So. I mean, if you look at Leroy, it's covered up with... <laughs> he got a big chin. <laughs> I was talking to you, too. So it but was he like, had this vest. This vest was, like, kind of big, big on big. him. And so, like, he's, like, getting ready. Well, the vest, it's like, it was like over came my up face. over his chin. So he pushes, he pushes the vest down to pull his chin out. <laughs> His long chin, then he puts his chin back. While I'm talking to him, and so they're thinking I'm calling for the game. So this guy sees this cowboy go like that, (laughs) and he's like, okay. He's like, no, no, no. (laughs) They didn't. I mean, like. Started a good ride, though. This was was a long time ago. The boys just getting started. Like, they didn't know who he was. They're not going to give him a re ride, you know. That was a cool rodeo, too. It was a cool rodeo. It's like, you ever been there? Yeah, I went there my permit year. In that little valley, and all these people are sitting on their. Balconies in their apartments around the, the top watching. Just, we went down through downtown too. It's just as cool. It's pretty. It's such. Too, it's yeah. a cool. it neat drive to get up there to it. Yeah. It what? It poured rain the whole time when I went to Evergreen. Did it really? Yeah. Have y'all ever been to Killdeer? I haven't been no, to Killdeer. I haven't been it's, it's the same as it's set up Ten the same. That hill, that hill comes down. Mm-hmm. Killdeer, North Dakota. But Mandan, um, that's a cool rodeo. Does, Isn't uh, that an old racetrack? Burger yeah, it's on a it. yeah. Burger has it, so, mm-hmm. so you get on some rank stock. I got on that Rising Sun there last year. He bucked me down at seven. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I've been up there the fourth, the last. Well, I'll be up there the fourth this year too, and then the fourth the last two years. So. Me and Greasy Baby went to that together the uh, summer before last. Chad let us stay in his camper after, and uh, and then we went to his ranch. Kind of got to go hang out with Asteroid and yeah. all that. I like the heck out of that guy. Yeah, Chad's a good guy. And he's got some dang good bulls, obviously. It's one of y'all's favorite uh, cowboy Christmas rodeos. I like St. Paul. St. Paul? I think that's one of my favorites. Yeah, St. Paul's a cool one. And I like uh, Belfouche pretty cool. Pretty good, too. Never been there. I went there one year, and, I mean, it was just, I like that rodeo for some reason. (laughs) I've always wanted to go just because they talk HD. about it on the Cowboys. Oh, yeah. Belfouche. The double yeah. O. And it's, oh, yeah. it's HD bulls, and they usually don't ride very many of them there, too, so it's right. pretty good payday. <laughs> yeah. What, uh, what's that? Is it Blackfoot? What's that other one in Blackfoot South? Blackfoot is, is, it, is it Blackfoot? Blackfoot, Idaho, yeah. That yeah. one's pretty fun, too. I went, I went there two years ago. But not black. I'm not thinking Blackfoot, Idaho. What's the other one in, in South Dakota? Where Clear Lake? No, it's Black something. Uh, Black Hills. Oh, Rapid City. No. The Black Hills. Oh. Black. Anyway, they they they'll remember. also ride motorcycles there all the time. Oh, Sturgis. No. <laughs> it's not around not, there. Not clear Lake, it's it's a smaller rodeo, not Clear Lake. I know that rodeo. Clear Lake's Clear Lake's cool, Lake's cool Lake's too. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah that's you yeah, go like over it. that. It's like on a ranch. It's yeah, on somebody's, yeah. and you go over that hill, and there's yeah. all those campers. Well, we weren't like, expecting what like to you see. It's like you go over one hill, a bunch of campers at the bottom, and if you go across that one, there's another hill, and then there's a whole other yeah group of campers, and it just goes on and on and on. But yeah, it's pretty cool. And then they don't even have any. They have chairs on like. Right next to the buck and shoots right here. Oh, yeah. 
fifty yards. I remember. And then yeah, the I got off my bull, the hill. jumped over, and sat next to a lady and grabbed her beer. And I don't drink, so I just had to like act like I was drinking. So I just poured it all my face and shut my mouth. <laughs> Who's announcing? Who put that? I don't remember. I don't remember. It's uh, uh, Sutton. Sutton Rodeo. Yeah, yeah. Brett Sutton was there. Brent Sutton. Anyway. No, I like Clear Lake. And then uh, what's that one that same weekend? It's right across the border. Strasburg? In, uh, no, Minnesota. Oh, uh, Granite Falls. Granite Falls. Granite Falls. Yeah. yeah, that one's fun. That's a, That's fun a neat one. little spot. Yeah. I've been there twice, actually. I got dusted. I don't remember that rodeo very well. Yeah. I hit my head at that one. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I hit my head just walking through the warehouse. I need <laughs> yes, to did. wear a helmet all the time. <laughs> You're climbing up in the attic, weren't you? Yeah, dude, I smoked my head yesterday. On an eye beam? On yes. an eye beam. I laid yeah. there for a, oh, a good yeah. while. I didn't. That's, yeah. a, that's what Lisa is saying. She's like, it's like you're up there for like 10 minutes. I didn't yell out. <laughs> she needs to change the filter in the AC. <laughs> I just laid there and I, I was like, man, I hurt myself. <laughs> yeah, she said you came down and you had a big old knot on your forehead. Well, thank you guys for coming. You're welcome on the beach anytime. Bullfighters, you guys are welcome anytime. Come fight. We'll get somebody else to open gates during the bronc riding. No, I'm just kidding. But seriously, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> All right, on to the next one. Thanks for joining us this episode of Rodeo Time Podcast, uh, or unless you're watching on YouTube. Thanks for watching. Gonna fan that baby, gonna hold Y'all brought girls, too. Not many people bring girls. Good-looking ones. Don't bring your lady to the pitching, because you might put not them take her on home. the podcast. Huh? We should have put the girls on the podcast. We still got time. Yeah, might as well.